2: Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. We are a college football podcast. In fact, the only college football podcast on these internets. There are others, however, we are the only.
3: (laughs) A new low, even for us. Even for you.
2: Speaking of lows, I wanted to start this episode off with a philosophical discussion and disagreement.
3: Speaking of Lowe's, it's Rutgers Week at Banner Society.
2: Banner Society. Banner Society.com. Rutgersweek.com.
0: Hey. Hey. That's, that's a real URL. For Forget you know, about right? it. Respect. Forget about it. Our our company, which this week is all like, hey, we you know we have New York Magazine and all these. Look at all these things we own. Guess what else you bought this week, Vox Media? Rutgersweek.com.
1: No, we too are delivering the New York market. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's all.
3: Who so are we to criticize the Big Ten? We're, I man, am.
1: They said they said they want more New York media. Yeah, come on. We're doing our best here. Hey! Right. Right. hey, if anybody from
0: now on, if if any of our corporate betters at some point ask us why did you guys do a whole Rutgers week, the week of LSU Alabama, I'll be like, well, that would require them to listen to our
3: website or or our podcast. So this. Premise has no founding in reality. But,
0: but the, first of all, that has never stopped us on this show. Second of all, mm. if if they ask, and I agree that they won't, I'll just say that this was our our, our welcome gift to New York magazine.
2: Welcome! Hey, come on in. Buongiorno! Benvenuto. Benvenuto. <laughs> Grassy. Grassy. BanishSociety.com, your one stop shop. <laughs> for all things Rutgers football, but all things college football, community, analysis, features, you know, all of the good things in life. And also Rutgers football. Rutgers week! I, bah, did, bah,
0: bah, 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 bah.
2: I did laugh because <laughs> I was simming a season on NCAA 2014 now. trying to help uh, Jason out with something today. And when you start a game with Rutgers, the first thing Reese Davis says is, New York City's college football team, Rutgers University. Wow, yeah, launches right into it, man. Generous. They don't even—they don't even stay shy with it. Do, do the, they say that if
1: you're playing Rutgers against Notre Dame? That's a really good question. I feel like that's what's at stake in that game. I mean, Rutgers—Rutgers
0: s- Rutgers Fordham would be the really, really awkward place
1: to use it. Also awkward for Rutgers. Yeah, prove <laughs> to me, <Constitution-wise>.
2: by <laughs> Proved to me, by the way, that the Rutgers football team and the New York Jets are not the same team. You can't. Same historical record. Same fan base.
0: Same uniforms.
2: Same exact same colors. Indistinguishable. Oh, God, am I colorblind?
0: It's fine. You can still be a fighter pilot in the Rutgers Air Force.
2: <laughs> the, the RAF. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking RAF. Top of the morning to you.
0: What the hell accent was that? Can we do it's a what, little historical aside? Do we, does anybody on this call know why why it's called Rutgers? I do. It's know named after Steve Rutgers. I wish that were true. Um, it's named
1: after Steve Rutger so, in possessive.
0: So, uh, first of all, Rutgers is a super old university. It's uh, pre colonial. It's founded along the same, uh, like along the same times as a lot of the Ivy League schools, and I believe it was originally called Queens. Either Queen's College or Queen's University.
3: Hey, Queens. Hey. Correct. Hey. hey.
0: Correct. Um at some Apologies point. Apologies to Bill Barnwell and only to Bill Barnwell. At some point, not long before the quote unquote first college football game, um, the university was having money troubles. So they had a a, a local benefactor who I think was a um Revolutionary War Colonel Colonel Rutgers. That's a real name <laughs> oh. um, So it was uh, a guy okay, you acted yes. like it being named for Steve Rutgers What was, what was his first name right hold on, hold on I, get, uh, I gotta find it hold on Colonel. if it was was Stephen, it Nunzio if, if it, it was
1: Steven you owe Holly a dollar
0: Henry colonel henry rutgers oh, okay sense. that's funnier no, than no. what i
3: said hold for hank Ru- hold on, we're rutgers not,
0: we're not there we're not let me finish the damn story okay much like so, rutgers we're not there yet so when they were when they were queen's college uh they were hard up for money and colonel rutgers gave them a five thousand dollar bond which to me sounds like a loan but i'm not 100 percent sure and mm-hmm. a bell the bell is still on campus, and basically, this bond. <laughs> what was the bell for? I don't know. Unclear. Um, basically, this this bond saved the university from having to close. Now, in um in partially in thanks, but not entirely, they renamed the university Rutgers University. Their real game, though, was that Colonel Rutgers A had a lot of money, and B had no wife and no children, so they were counting on. When Colonel Rutgers dies, he will bequeath some of his uh accumulated wealth to us. Please tell me he stiffed them. He
3: did. did Please he? tell me when, he's still alive. Yeah!
0: <laughs> <laughs> when Colonel when, when revolutionary Colonel uh Rucker's revolutionary war Colonel Rucker's died, he left 0 dollars to the university that had uh named themselves after him.
2: Wow. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. I like old,
0: old Wily old Hank, <laughs> old Hank Rutgers.
2: Oh, wait a light. Wait till I get to him. Well, about that.
0: And then the caretaker said, "The ghost of Hank Rutgers still walks these halls."
2: <laughs> Not giving you pigs a dime.
0: Sorry, I just wanted—I just wanted everybody to have a little context for Rutgers. Um, Listen,
3: I know that people used to place a lot more stock in bells than they do today, but I'm just sure. like, was it a
1: cat? Like, Did he give it to them? I'm just picturing like an enormous cat toy. Was oh, it like a bat signal kind of thing? Yes. Ring this fucking bell and I'll come running.
3: <laughs> is that why it's called Piss Cat Away?
1: <laughs> yeah, That's right. someone pissed the cat off. That's anyway.
0: right. Piss Cats Away.
1: That's I... probably how you get rid of cats at Rutgers. Piss that fucking cat <laughs> off your porch. <laughs>
2: You said that you, you can know.
3: email us for our Yankee slander at our upstate New York correspondent, Stephen Godfrey. His address mm-hmm. is godfrey at
0: com. I like yep. that you didn't throw Richard under this bus, even as the person who lives in New York.
3: Richard lives in New York? That's why did Richard we said. hire him?
2: That's why he's a Rutgers fan. Wait, he, no, he's from he he's Florida. He's from Florida. Afterward. He's, he from lived Florida. Lived he's in Connecticut when we hired him. him. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he's making progress
0: Ugh. yeah he's moving he's his slow campaign southward continues
3: so richard was a rescue is what you're saying we pulled yes. him out of connecticut in yeah, 20
0: okay. in 2030 he'll be in maryland <laughs> oh no that's worse
2: no 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 <laughs> i did like that you said they gave him you know that he gave them uh, a bond and that made me think that like yeah university was in jail <laughs> <you know? laughs> i only had one phone call Fortunately my boy Hank was there for me.
1: Colonel
3: Hank Rutgers. Hank Rutgers.
1: If I was Colonel Hank in this situation I think what I would have done is said like oh you want to name it Rutgers University? No, no I want you to name it Queen Hank University (laughs) I'm the (laughs) fucking queen now
3: I would like to know why I was met with Scorn when I asked if it was
0: named for Steve Rutgers Because I wanted you to know I wanted you to be patient and find out that it was Hank Rutgers. Hank. What in
3: all of our history of knowing each other makes you think that that is something I would be capable of doing? Nothing. I failed. anyway. It's Rutgers week. Rutgers. Rutgers. Week. I am. Speaking I am going to work nothing,
0: on. I am going to work on designing a Hank Rutgers um, uh, sticker of some Hank sort.
3: Hank Rutgers Wave. is my
0: homeboy, and like yes. a big old disco.
1: Yes. <laughs> the zombie hand is reaching up and pulling his money back down. <laughs>
3: Hank Ooh. Rutgers has a squad. Oh, it's like those, those black and white billboards down here in the Bible Belt. Don't make me come down there, Dash Pink Rutgers.
2: <laughs> you could do that a lot more in the 19th century. Brian,
3: you just got to Tennessee. Have you seen these yet? Yeah, I have. Okay, okay, good. So for those of you who are not hashtag blessed enough to live in this part of the country, there's some idiot who's put up a bunch of Bible billboards that are just very stark black billboards with white type that say things like, bring the kids over to my place
0: on Sunday. Uh, dash, God, like they're, they're these little notes from God. What I'm actually um, gonna do is Photoshop the one in Alabama that says, Go to church or the devil will get you. It's gonna just say, Go to church or Hank Rutgers will get you. <laughs> That's a much
3: better is motivator. Just
2: Hank, Hank Rutgers taking money out of the like collection basket. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: I like to I hope that Hank Rutgers took that money to his grave, right? Like, bury me with my gold, <laughs> like a pharaoh. It used to be so much easier to like commit fraud in the nineteenth century. Oh, you let's could just, go down
3: this path. All you right. could just
2: like go. You could just like cross the river and be like, "My name's Bob now." Yep.
3: Banner Society is brought to you as always by McGrift. by the fraud. Do Crimes Dog. Do
0: crimes. Woof. Um, all right. So we have some 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 Rutgers positive things to talk about. Basically, you know, Rucker's week as it has unfolded is not. Um, it's not the most uplifting look at a college football program, right?
2: No, but this is where Whose we, fault is that. This is where we have the philosophical difference right. I alluded to in our intro, which right. is that you believe things can sometimes get better for programs. Whereas I think history doesn't necessarily have a direct upward trend. I think things can slide down or sideways for eons at a time and that includes football.
0: I want to. I want to add as a little bit of a behind the scenes show note here that this is the part of the discussion that we all agree, specifically agreed to be the last part of the show, not the first mm-hmm. part of the show. Spencer, yep. remarkably, I'm
2: setting, I'm setting it up. I'm no, setting no, it up. No, no, Ryan,
3: this no, is a teaser. No, he's
0: okay. teasing. Okay. He's setting it up.
3: He, he's setting it up for the reveal that he didn't read the show notes <laughs> for the eighth
1: year in a row.
0: Hey, remember when Bud yeah. thought we had show notes? <laughs>
2: That's like a spicy it's a visual medium podcast. No, I really we fool.
1: do have show notes. They would not meet any other show's specifications <laughs> no. of notes. Okay. But we no, have notes. they're
3: they're they're technically written with the intent of appearing on a show, and they are words. I they I mostly like get, show notes yes. because
0: I can imagine Bud getting that answer from Holly that eh, we don't really have show notes, and thinking, oh my god, my financial well being is tied <laughs> to all of these people. Yeah.
2: Too bad. Sorry, Bud. That's why Bud's
0: so good at promo. He has to make up for the rest of us. That's true. Um, Sorry, Bud. So we want to talk about some positive moments from Rutgers history because guess what? Rutgers, uh, A, has not always been an absolute doormat, and B, even when they've been kind of a doormat, sometimes beats other Power 5 teams anyway. So each shit other Power 5 teams. By the time this comes out, we may have a piece I am writing uh, that is a longer examination. Um, they will not be mentioned by us today, but I would like to point out that if you, went to, you attended Syracuse, if you enrolled in the fall of 2005 and you graduated in the spring of 2008... You got to see your team lose to Wreckers for four straight years. And guess what? The closest margin of victory in any of these games appears to be 18 points. Woof. Yeah.
2: My God.
0: Talk shit. Talk shit, Syracuse. I dare you.
2: I
1: mean, they will. Definitely not New York's college team. <laughs> Mm-mm. Canada's college team.
0: Yeah. Um, so who do, who, uh, who do we want to... I actually... Well... I would like Holly to start with Arkansas Rutgers because it is my favorite um, factoid and the best way to uh, start with a team that definitely has no business shit talking Ar- Rutgers right now. Wait, which part of this is your favorite factoid? Do you want to share? No, I want I give me whatever you
3: got. All right. Uh, so it's kind of hard to remember at the moment like you said, which terrible Arkansas team let this happen. So let's set the scene a little bit. Uh, It's 2012. So it's the John L team that went four and eight, which by the way, we talk a lot about the John L Smith team being the worst Arkansas team in recent memory. I myself have said that I forgot that this team went four and eight, which given Arkansas's current predicament kind of seems impressive. Uh, Anyway, John L Smith team four and eight yet somehow Still won two conference games. One was against Kentucky. Do we remember who the other one was against? Um, 2012. Spencer, I know you know. So Ryan or Jason.
0: I, I I'm Who was guess, Arkansas'
3: second conference win in 2012? I'm, I'm going
0: to guess Ole Miss because that's me. Who's the
3: funniest possible conference win in 2012? Auburn. Wow. Um, I, I need to double check that because I'm positive that's wrong looking wow. at it now. Wow. Uh, but no, apparently they beat Auburn in 2012. Uh, anyway, Rutgers started off 4-0 and and would eventually rise to 7-0 and in the 2012 season uh, against Syracuse and Temple and some very, very bad teams. They finished 9-4. and uh, Rutgers did not play a ranked team all year long. Uh, this was Gary Nova season. Gary Nova's finest hour uh, threw for 379 yards. 397 yards, excuse me, and five touchdowns. Arkansas somehow wasted a lifetime achievement from receiver Kobe Hamilton, who had 10 catches uh, for 303 yards and three touchdowns. That's an SEC record. (laughs) Settle down. Um, Arkansas would go on to lose 58 to 10 the next week to (laughs) A&M.
2: Surely things will get better. uh, Oh, no.
3: Yeah. Hey, remember when Arkansas hired John L. Smith for exactly eight months of contract work as a
2: football coach? <laughs> Explicitly eight months. Like, so you want to give an option to renew? The- no, nope. eight months, buddy. I'm actually
0: part time. Anyway. I can't be here more than 35 hours in a week. <laughs> then they got to give me health insurance.
2: That's. I mean, you're you're not joking. I bet if we went back and looked, they'd be like.
0: I make $27 an hour coaching Arkansas football. It's great. Every, every actually...
1: week John L has to write a pitch email to Jeff Long like, <laughs> oh, "Hey, no. hey, no worries if you can't get back to this by Sunday. <laughs> Just checking in on if you want me to coach against ULM
2: this week or not.
3: Hey Jeff, you look nice today. You
2: need me to come, you need me to come in cuz I can pick up some valet slots if you... But
3: Anyway, uh, at any rate, the the final score of this game was 35-26. This despite uh, by the way, it could have been much worse. Uh, Arkansas poured on, relatively in Arkansas terms, uh, a 13.4th quarter uh, to pull to within like two scores uh, of Rutgers. I, I, I want to detour on the John L. Smith notion for just a moment. If this situation were happening again today, and I am not uh, saying that there is anything nefarious going on with Chad Morris, but I'm wondering, who is today's John L. Smith? Like, who would you, who would you pull off the sad, decrepit robot heat for an eight-month contract today uh, uh, if this were, if this were your AD job to, or if this were your job to dispatch? Huh.
2: Hmm. Somebody I could feel okay about. Somebody who, uh, I mean, because Baylor did this, right? They did this with. Um, with Jim Grobe. Yeah. With Jim Grobe.
3: I'm leading yeah. you into a trap. Because day before yesterday, I was like, when we were talking about setting up this show, I was like, man, this is where like Ron Prince could really come back into oh, prominence. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh, since I made that note, Ron Prince has come back into prominence. Uh, Rutgers offensive coordinator in 2013, Ron Prince was just put on administratively by Howard for- I, I uh, think he just,
0: I think he just got fired, actually. Oh, they, I, okay. Breaking when left, news. When I
3: left to go get an allergy shot this morning, Ron Prince was on administrative leave uh, for uh, alleged abuse of players. Yeah. So one of those
2: players
1: who- the queen has fired a prince.
3: Yeah. That's how chess pr- works. The
1: prince shan't lead them. That's, that's called disowning.
3: Ron Prince, we made Christmas cards about you, man. Come one, on. One,
2: one note on that. One of the players who transferred was Cam Newton's little brother. Little Cam. Kalen? Is that his name? his name? Yeah, yeah. 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 He uh, he transferred, and this is just more proof that you should never ever cross Cecil Newton. Cecil Newton uh-uh. and his kids versus uh, college football authority figures. Undefeated, undefeated. Never told a lie. Never lost a fight. So, if at any point Ron Prince disagreed with Cecil, I have like I have no pity for him anyway. It goes to like less than pity.
3: Yeah. Um. Ryan, did any of that hit your favorite factoid, or have I left it out? Well, um. Because
0: my favorite factoid was the auburn of that. Um I guess my my only remaining question is surely this was a one-off and Arkansas never played Rutgers again. To Winzipedia! <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll spoil it for you. Uh they played again the very next year. Oh. And Arkansas lost again. <laughs> um
3: but surely Rutgers was also having a very fine 2013 season.
0: Y- yep. They were they were extremely good in all respects and we shouldn't worry about um what their final record was or was not or if it was above or below uh 500. It's,
3: I don't know if we still have any of inglorious bastards Brad Pitt rattling around in our gullets but it kind of sounded like sounded like you said Rutgers
0: instead of record. Uh this is the oh, we're doing Rucker. uh so so Ruckers won the second year 2824. So hey, you got closer Arkansas, that's good.
3: Arkansas. Wait, what other teams are winless all time against Arkansas? It, the, the
0: against our uh, against, against Ruckers? Yeah. The list of like active teams that have played at least two games I think is literally just Arkansas. There are a bunch <laughs> of like old teams that don't oh, no. exist anymore, but I'm I if memory Ooh. serves, it's just Arkansas at this point. Uh, the good news is this is a Rutgers team that was good enough to make a bowl game against Notre, Gate, Notre Dame. The bad news is that um, that bowl game was the pinstripe bowl. So so Man, who
1: was also winless against in Rutgers in multiple games. Asshole. We yeah. have Boston University, FIU, uh-huh. New York University, the Ohio Bobcats, and the Richmond Spiders. Yeah. Arkansas, you are in that group.
3: Uh, last note on the Arkansas series, by the way. While the the John L. Smith, uh, while, while the John L. Smith era came and went, please note in case you didn't take enough glee in it at the time that yes, Brett Bielema came into Arkansas in 2013 with all of his Big Ten bluster, turned right the hell around and lost to Rutgers. Yes.
2: Oh, I think we got a good shot against him.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized I'm
0: kind of cosplaying as Brett Bielema today, and I'm uncomfortable. Should, should I go next with mine? Please. Okay, so let's talk about Rutgers' first ever game played as a Big Ten member. This was in 2014. It was a road game in an NFL stadium. That stadium was in Seattle, Washington. The opponent, the Washington State Cougars. Um in this game, on the very first play from scrimmage... Oh, God, I remember a, this game. Rutgers threw a 78-yard touchdown pass. They ran for five yards to carry. They threw for 10.4 yards per pass attempt. Um, Wazoo did almost every Wazoo thing possible uh, just in the first half. They went for it on fourth and two from the Rutgers six. They failed. They then kicked a field goal on fourth and goal from the three, and they missed a 50-yard field goal. In the second half, they kept the stupidity more limited, but uh, meaningful. <laughs> they fumbled a punt return when they had a four-point lead. Rutgers scored the go-ahead touchdown on the very next drive. Connor Halliday, his these are his passing numbers from, again, a basically home loss to Rutgers. Hey, at least he had all his vital organs at that, that week. 532 passing yards and five touchdowns. <laughs> Um, why did it go so badly? Because seven of Rutgers' twelve drives gained at least fifty yards. This was so. This was the like probably the bottom, at least so far, of the Mike Leach Wazoo Cougars. This was the year after they suffered that brutal New Mexico Bowl. Good a r- reminder to continue tweeting hashtag Banner Society New Mexico Bowl at. I don't. Anybody you want? ESPN. Just go with ESPN. <laughs> sure.
2: Kirk Herbstreit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and there's got to be some of us he hasn't blocked yet.
2: You guys are real characters.
0: This is after they collapse brutally to lose to Colorado State, and that the very next year, Wazoo goes with a thanks to in part to this loss, a stunning three and nine, with their only FBS wins over Utah. <laughs> And Oregon State. They opened the year with back-to-back losses to Rutgers, and on the road to Nevada. Um, Yeah, this was but but gracious. Again, this was this was the very first game Rutgers played as a Big Ten member. So it was like, huzzah! We've made a good choice. We've struck a blow in an important interconference game. Perhaps a future Rose Bowl preview, mayhaps. And, uh, yeah.
1: We've established by bi- coastal dominance. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Ryan, Ryan talking in Renfair voice there made me just realize they're called the Scarlet
0: Knights they all and we've Scarlet never Knights. tagged them as being a bunch of Renfair heebs. Why is that? I choose to believe that means they are a regular knight with chicken pox. Fair enough. Um, Asked an answered. I, I just can't imagine what it must have been like to go to CenturyLink Field all gassed up. This game was on FS1. It was a Thursday night game at the start of the year. Sorry. Like, all gassed up being like, okay, we made a bowl game last year, which Wazoo, you know, c- it- it- Mike Leach had to do a lot of work to get them to that point. Be like, all right, we're getting Rutgers. We're basically at home. Let's do this thing. Oh shit, we just lost 41-38. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it again. Spencer, what do you got?
2: I have Rutgers tortured history against Michigan state because wow. prior to Michigan state and Rutgers being conference mates, they did have an exhibition series of sorts. The first time they played was uh, 1988 and Rutgers, believe it or not one 1713. Then they trade wins and losses. So, nay, varied, an actual rivalry across uh, five games between 1998 and 2004. Uh, The one that I find most satisfying is the one that I can give you to show you exactly what kind of a hole a program can be in and how long they can be in that hole and how deep it truly can be for years and years and years and years. I picked this game, which is the 2004 matchup between Michigan State and Rutgers because – it's the one with a prime number in the score. I have rules about football. One of them is this. If you can talk about a game with a prime number, you absolutely have to. Michigan State was kind of on the way up. They were 8-5 and five, uh, in 2003 uh, in John L. Smith's first season. Not championship <laughs> caliber. know the pattern developing here? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What happens if
0: we make John L. Smith the head coach at Rutgers? Does like the universe fold in on itself? Is that crossing the streams?
2: Smile. Don't say streams around John L. (laughs) Mm -mm. That's the hot piss man. He is the original hot piss man, right? Like this is piss heat and season. According to Nick Saban, he declared it that right. But I think he actually got that. You know, he probably got that in part because John L. Smith just couldn't stop saying it for like 10 years period. So John L. Smith, good things were going to happen. This was the opening game of the season for both Michigan State and Rutgers. Just excitement, excitement around the program for Michigan State. Good things were going to happen, right? Rutgers, meanwhile, going into Greg Schiano's fourth season. How many winning seasons had he had? Zero. Absolutely zero. I'll just finish that for you. That would be he had three losing seasons and was going into his fourth season in Piscataway. Um, I don't know if hope was there. This was my point. I think they were just continuing to, like, edge up and edge up and edge up. And that seems to be realistic. However, if they did have any kind of false expectations of glory this year, it came from this game. Because this is the game that Greg Schiano manages to upset Michigan State. Winning 1914. That sounds like a World War I kind of date. And man, that's appropriate because this is a field goals only game for Rutgers with one touchdown being scored off of a pick six. It is ugly through and through. Brian Ito is your star, along with uh, Brian Leonard, the running back, uh, who, like, a deeply underrated running back from the time, by the way. Um, he goes over a thousand yards career in this game. Um, the notes are hilarious because they go, Brian Leonard opens up with an exciting 56-yard run. Pew! And they they kick a field goal. And then he rips off another 30-yarder, and they kick a field goal. That's such so Brian Leonard boldly sprinting toward the end zone and always kind of getting caught because there's like one long run, but he's not quite fast enough to pull away from everybody. Um, this is a miserable loss for Michigan State. Surely momentum for Rutgers. So what does Rutgers do the next week? Again, you may notice a pattern here. They lose to New Hampshire, an FCS team. That's right. There's only one excuse for this, by the way. Uh, the offensive coordinator of that team uh, who only left New Hampshire in 2006 to take the gig at Oregon, that would be Chip Kelly. Uh, Chip Kelly is one of the people responsible for uh, for beating Rutgers at New Hampshire and handing them yet another FCS Lost. That's two failed NFL coaches right there, right? Um, Chip got it. You know Chip how, got it multiple times.
0: Do you know how long Rutgers had the ball in that Michigan State game?
2: Uh, I do not.
0: Forty minutes they had. <laughs> Forty four zero minutes. They in ran recession.
2: the ball. They ran the ball fifty times. Michigan State only ran it nineteen. What would Mark D'Antonio do if you showed him those stats?
1: cool. Oh, Forty right. minutes—that's like almost a train ride from Rutgers to New York City. Right?
0: <laughs> no, that's actually not long that's enough. Like,
1: like most
2: of it.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of the train ride. I agree with okay. that. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's the com- it's the commuting offense. We'll be there whenever whenever New Jersey Transit says we're getting there. Okay, that's that's John L. Smith. Like, why don't you just drive? Why don't you walk? Just smile and walk. It'll be fine. Uh, but yeah, this season. Um, there's a lot of optimism, I guess, after the first win. They do beat Vanderbilt. You should know that. That's a two-and-nine Vanderbilt team. But they beat Vandy in Nashville. <laughs> Just to bring one other program's shame into this. Yeah. They beat Vandy 37-34 on their home turf. But yet, yet, I've described to you half the total wins of Rutgers that year because they finish four and seven. Greg Chiano doesn't get to seven and five until the fifth year at Rutgers. And as if Fortunately,
3: he won't ever be around to taint that football program again. Hey! Welcome back, buddy! Have they announced look that Look who's yet? back in back.
2: Is look who's back. It's Greggy Boy. It's Greggy Boy. In five years, you we're going to have good. a winning team you again. You look
3: good. Hey, everybody. Time to staff up.
2: Wow. This is great because you actually hit the last note I had, which is, which is losing to Rutgers basically affects Michigan State's whole season. They finished five and seven. So Greg Chiano's metaphorical and literal staff couch, Michigan State put the cheeks on it, sat right on it.
0: Oh, did yeah. you have to say cheeks? I did. He did. Cheeks. He did. He had to. I could tell. The like he was compelled. Schiano, um, <laughs> <laughs> Jason, you you want to talk about Louisville? I believe
1: correct. Uh, at least in part. Okay. So here are the. Two current Power 5 schools that have ever lost by more than 35 points to Rutgers. Two. (laughs) One is an extreme stretch of that term because it is 1986 Louisville. This is not fair. They were independent. This was their second year under Howard Schnellenberger, and he was four years away from winning a bowl game here. Uh, This was like, in modern terms, this would have been the bottom of the G5. They had yet to even join Conference USA. Uh, let alone, you know, like the AAC or whatever. Uh, this is also the year Louisville would win March Madness and then decline an NIT bid the next year. So, as <laughs> as always, everything was in perfect harmony throughout the Louisville Athletic Department. The
0: reliable stability of Louisville Athletics.
1: <laughs> However, Rutgers beat a very recent national champion head coach, a, a former pro head coach... <laughs> and an eventual Power 5 program all at once by 41 points. Rutgers also beat Boston College and Syracuse this year, and if you count all three of these as ACC wins, Rutgers ties for fourth in the ACC <laughs> that year. Because as noted, the 1980s ACC was awful. So that's one. Uh, the second one is a little bit less dubious. The second one, Rutgers actually beats a power, a power an eventual Power program as a power in the modern era, this was Rutgers winning 63 to 14 against a 2008 Louisville. It's also Louisville. <laughs> Rutgers' two wow. biggest wins ever both came against Louisville. This was in the Big East, technically a BCS conference. Uh, this was the final game of a Steve Cragthorpe season that began with a 27 to 2 loss to Kentucky. Included a long plunge throughout the Big East and ended with a massacre at the hands of Rutgers. Since this, the only two teams to lose worse to Rutgers were 1-10 Morgan State and 4-7 Norfolk State. Two of the, two, two of the most challenged teams in all of Division One. Also, until uh, Clemson beat Bobby Petrino by 61 points last year, Louisville's worst loss of the last three decades had been to Greg Schiano. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lerval.
1: Wow.
0: Larval. There is a quote from this uh, from the recap of this game where Greg Shiano's like, ah, we tried to pull up in the third quarter, but I also didn't <laughs> want to be part of the biggest comeback of all time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Smart! <sighs> you never know what you never know what uh, 8 Louisville has up its sleeve.
2: I enjoyed mm. that they got to the last game of the season, right, or their last like Big East game of the season, and it was like, "Oh, you think we're the last bar of the night, huh? We're like a pushovers, huh? You think we don't have a bouncer?
3: Smash <laughs> Stephen!
2: <laughs> we're the fucking final boss,
1: pal. <laughs> it would be like the we're the we're the final mob boss here
2: in New Jersey. Just <laughs> <Why? laughs> so looking just at, look, this, just, at this, this is also a term, up, like. I just see Cragthorpe sitting there just going like why is Don't Stop believing play? <laughs>
0: over over and over and over.
1: Wow. It says Don't so, Stop. R- <laughs> Rutgers was actually pretty decent in '08. Uh this was one of a handful of years when they almost won the Big East. So I I also took a look through Rutgers various times winning a slight piece of and or nearly winning a slight piece of a conference. Uh, we know 2012 when Rutgers won 0. .25 of yeah. the Big East uh, As described by <laughs> Alex described this in his uh, Realignment Window article this week About how, you know, Boston College, Miami, Virginia Tech all leave And everyone capitalizes, including for a tiny moment, Rutgers I,
0: I, really, I really miss when conference titles work this way And it was just like, well, the tiebreaker is about who gets the BCS spot The important thing is that four teams share the conference title. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this is how you end up with Yukon in a fiesta bowl So obviously a great idea I also like it when you have The Scarlet Knight is one of the final four That's called Medieval Times <laughs> So uh, That is the only Achievement in the entire history of Rutgers Football is winning .25 Of a uh, one of A nearly dead power Yeah,
0: but if you round up That is zero if conference If you round deals. up,
1: it's .3 <laughs> The only other one is if you count the time they finished number two out of two teams, Uh, I broke down the history of Consensus National Champions in an article on our website. And like, no, Rutgers, you don't even get 1869. Also, as Matt Brown broke down this week and Rutgers invented basically nothing. That wasn't even football. So (laughs) you were one of the country's two best teams in like whatever the fuck you had going on that year. But what we're going to do here is we're going to play a little game. We're going to see how many years... We could have altered a single Rutgers game by a single score and given Rutgers a piece of a title. First, of a,
0: of a conference title or a national piece
1: title? of a. Ooh, I'm just asking. <laughs> well,
2: yeah, yeah, you
1: can't even do a national title because 1869. They would have needed more than one soccer goal to win it all. <laughs> so, conference titles only, please. Okay, okay. Um, they've been in a conference since 1991 when the Biggies founded. Can we get a guess on how many we can possibly bump them up to from each of the three of you?
0: Okay, let's do this Price is Right style. So let's go me, Spencer, and Holly, mostly because I want Holly to be able to $1 this if she chooses to. Um, so 91 to 2018 is you Y'all the know probably. I don't understand Price is Right rules. That's fine. Um, I'm going to say six. I'm going to say six conference titles are on the line here, or All parts right. of conference titles.
2: All right. Uh, I'm gonna say two. Okay. Three. Three. Okay. All right.
1: All right. We got a, We got a tight window here. Let's see how we can fit this thing. No, in. wait. Six. So. <laughs> yeah, six. Is that two
3: for six?
2: Two for six. One for two. Okay.
3: Wait, Ryan said six. six. Yeah. yeah. I'm, also six. I'm Spencer Hall. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Holly, what if you do four?
1: Four yeah, if you do four, difference. we'll have a perfect four range there. Four, the
3: difference. Four, yeah, that's what I meant. As I was saying, four.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, we already got the 0. .25 from 2012. Bank it. Lock it in. Uh, in 2008, when they kicked the shit out of Louisville, uh, Rutgers was four points away against Cincinnati from an outright Big East title. We wow. are now all the way up to 1.25. Wow. Okay. In 2011, three points against, yet again, Louisville. Away from another 25%. We are up to one and a half conference titles, y'all. Just like that. 2006. Three points against West Virginia, away from two and a half. Wow. We've already passed two. Each chance, Spencer. God damn it.
0: Yeah, Spencer.
1: Uh, rewind, rewind, rewind.
0: 1992.
3: <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Lord.
1: Yeah. Uh, if you think Rutgers is terrible now, go look at Rutgers from about 20 years ago. Jesus. Uh, no, Rutgers could have just not played Syracuse and Boston College at all They lost to both of them But they won their other four Big East games That's awesome That would have given Rutgers a tie with Miami In conference win percentage Since everybody in that conference played like random numbers of games For a few years They're like hey let's start a conference Play whoever you want Like in 91 Virginia Tech just played West Virginia That was the whole conference <laughs> schedule They're like yeah we beat them Conference champ <laughs> Now it uh, we- But that would mean adjusting two games, not one. So that does not count. Okay. Uh, Meaning we are stuck at two and a half.
0: Wow. So that's, wow. Wow.
1: (laughs) So closest without going over, I think Spencer wins, It is Spencer.
0: Yeah. It is Spencer. Good job.
2: Two, baby. Two! I just... just... (sighs) Again, again, things can just be bad forever. They don't have to get better. Okay.
0: so, so this is where Spencer and I have our philosophical disagreement. This is, broadly speaking, our philosophical disagreement for all of life, but we will condense it to just football teams. Spencer, let me, let me see if I can state your claim correctly. You maintain that Rutgers cannot and will not ever be good at football again. Is that right?
2: I maintain this. It's a slightly different opinion. There okay. is no indication that they will ever be that they will ever be consistently good. Yeah. There are teams that will never be consistently good, and there is no mandate and no sort of like force that says that they will ever get better. they could just slide sideways forever. Like with variation, maybe you could go five and seven. Maybe seven and five. Maybe you go down to two and nine, right? Um or two and ten. That no, I,
0: I like two and nine because you just two and nine because that
2: they just get yeah they just like just a no show like a youth soccer game where they're like yeah I don't have enough players. <laughs> well, yeah, we had a game fucking canceled by a dirt tornado. <laughs> uh, let's just go get some sandwiches like the uh, felonious Tony. Let's go get the felon Tony sandwich. Give me a fat Hank. Yeah, game it t-
1: canceled, dude. A butt rust. Give me a yeah, fat Hank. Get-
2: it's got
0: it's got chicken fingers and a bell inside. <laughs>
2: Funny thing is, we say we're gonna give it to you, then we don't. Just take your money. <laughs> give me the, give me the eight bucks, you fucking prick. Yeah. Give me the gunshot, Maria. I'll take a, uh, I'll take a ten time Tony. Ten time Tony. That's where we just throw the sandwich at you ten times. And you love it. You fucking love it.
3: Splat. Splat.
2: Splat. splat. You pay extra for that eleventh time. That's the eleventh time, Tony. Not quite as alliterative, but you know it's better. Yeah, can I get a big splat? This is so I'm aggressive.
0: Like if only Rutgers football were this aggressive as you're describing.
2: <laughs> I think I think that honestly, Jersey is just aggressive <laughs> on so many other fronts that when it comes to Rutgers football, they're like, yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I can't. I got to rest. I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm mortal. <laughs> Doctor says my heart'll rupture. <laughs> I can't. I can't go that hard in every single quarter of life. I just can't.
0: I gotta, save my, I, I gotta save my, energy for calling Daniel Jones homophobic names.
2: <laughs> oh, this, Every this, this, Saturday,
1: they're already 100% mad about the Eagles. There's no, <laughs> you cannot possibly get any matter.
2: Yeah, you gotta save that for Sunday, and then it's like five nights at the you know at the club. Yeah,
3: they're they're conservationists. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Okay, I, I I will disagree slightly because I think it's. I think it's hard for Rutgers to stay as bad as they are now and have been. I think the I think the law of averages dictates that they will get back to being what they were kind of when they joined the Big 10, which is to say like a middle of the road, sometimes a little above that usually not team. Like look, when when Rutgers made its way over to the Big 10, it was a move that was like Very much seen as calculating from a dollar's perspective, but I don't think it was, I don't think we all sort of realized that it would be quite as bad as it's been now. And it's not like other teams, other conferences haven't done similar moves that you're just like, what the, like Colorado moving to the Pac-12, ultimately you're like, what did they add? What have they given the Pac-12 that they didn't have before? What they did is they were not as bad as Rutgers has been. Like you can look through all the other realignment, um, the recent realignment teams, TCU, A and M, and Mizzou, Nebraska, and like Rutgers stands out as the one. Maryland's pretty close here too, actually. That just has yet to be competitive in any meaningful way. I mean, Colorado played for a Big Twelve Conference championship. Mizzou's been to the SEC Championship twice. Nebraska made a Big Ten championship game and got stomped by a terrible Wisconsin team like, you know I, I think it is very hard for me to see how Rutgers can continue to be a 2-3 and three win team year after year after year, only because nobody in college football at the Power 5 level can keep that up Duke used to be terrible and Duke is like, now back to like, we're okay, we win some games we shouldn't, we lose we get some games we shouldn't We're not bottom of the barrel. Wake Forest used to be this way. Vanderbilt. Kansas is maybe starting to dig out of it, but had a stretch where even they were good. Like, I just... If you were to say right now, Ryan, do you think Rutgers will make consecutive bowl games in the next 15 years? I would say yes. I would say that will happen at least once.
2: Okay. (laughs) That's the goal? That's 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 a a massive bet, too. That's a huge bet given Rutgers history, right? I, like, don't, think even a, I don't think it's a
1: huge bet because like they've done that in the Big Ten already, right? Like the first year or two.
0: Yes. <laughs> I like that I just, like, to me, I, right? don't think
1: that, I don't think that doesn't square with the idea that things will be terrible forever. Because like if in 2019 and 2020 you're making the, 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 the Dallas Bowl and otherwise you're losing nine games, you know, you're I... still at the bottom, bottom. You Man, all, it, do you know how yeah, many bowl but, games
2: they've been to lifetime? It's not that. Many. No, I mean, no, it's a massive bet against the history of the program. They've been to 10. 10 okay, bowls.
0: B- but I do think, and this is something but that Jason. But what? And I talk, Ten. This bowls. is something. This is something Jason and I talked to Matt Brown about for the piece he wrote for Rutgers Week. The best way to understand Rutgers for really like the first one hundred years of its football existence is a school that didn't actually care about football. They, like, never traveled. They were happy being in this kind pseudo-conference called the Middle Three, which was them, Lehigh, and Lafayette, and that's it. Like, they really were not, in no way were they serious about football being a thing. So, over their whole, whole history, it's not surprising that, like, they didn't make a bowl game. It's like, yeah, they barely gave a fuck that they had a football team. That's that's a recent development in the last 30 years.
2: Are I mean,
1: we sure that they give a fuck?
0: I think they do now. I think they at least are, like, pretend... Yes. I think they give a fuck now. That doesn't mean they'll be good. Shit, lots of, lots of Power 5 teams give a fuck and aren't good. That's not, like the only necessary prerequisite, but it's a big jump forward from where they
1: were. Well, sure. I mean, it's, it's a contrast between Rutgers where it's like, I don't know if they care, and Arkansas where it's like, they shouldn't care. They, they they should, de-
0: but they definitely they, do. They but they care, care a they whole care. lot.
2: They care way too much. That's they the care, problem.
0: They care a whole lot. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I would I would go ahead and just say, there is one argument for me that undermines yeah. my bad to mediocre forever, and that's this. Rutgers has never been kicked out of a conference. Rutgers has never been asked to leave. Temple! Temple is a school that was asked to leave the Big East. Like, yeah, man, you're just, you're dead weight. Like, think about that. You joke about the team in your conference that absolutely sucks and has sucked forever. You're like, oh, maybe we'll get rid of them. But your conference hasn't actually done that. Unless you're the Big East, right? The former Big East. Because they asked Temple to go. And Temple's made four bowls in a row. Four. Right? By the way.
1: Rutgers Rutgers will never leave the Big Ten because 13 athletic directors and school presidents like having an extra win on their schedule. (laughs) That is Rutgers' job. That's why Rutgers is of serious value to the Big Ten. My thing is like... Is there in, you know, Rutgers next 10-20 years yeah. a surprise 8-win season when they luck into a special quarterback and they have yep. stability at offensive line Yep, and, and they
0: and the schedule sets very up winnable. for it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and like maybe Michigan State is down and you could pick them off or something like that. Sure. You know, that is that is on the, in the cards for everyone. But like if you do it on like a 5 to 10 year rolling average, I don't see a big spike coming in there.
2: No, by the way, there is one way to go ahead and win nine games. Be like Kyle Flood's two thousand twelve team and play no ranked teams. None. Just just book cake. Catch cake or book cake. Either way. Stock stock up on your confections and pastries because that's that's one way to go ahead and get like a nice fat record. By the way, when they when they finally do like play a team with the schedule, yeah, they go four and eight.
0: I'm gonna go ahead and look and see. Who Rutgers' future football opponents out of conference are? <laughs> to see how likely this is. This is going to be fun. Can we um, grade
1: these as good or bad ideas?
0: Okay. Runners? Yeah. So so um, I'm just going to list other Power Five teams and other interesting teams they're playing. Uh, they have four straight years from 2020 to 2023 where they play Temple. Is this a good or bad idea? Bad. Okay. Um, they play Syracuse back-to-back in 2020 and 2021 fine Um, they have the other half of the Boston College Series in 2022 kind of bad that could be real bad and then they play Virginia Tech in a home-and-home 2023 and 2024 not good Um, Mm. Here is my favorite one Zoom with me all the way to 2030 and 2031 When they will square off In uh, consecutive years against Kansas State Real 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 time and energy And like billable hours Were spent being like we must Hammer out this contract between Rutgers And Kansas State to play The battle of the Manhattan To play
2: in 2030 and 31
3: Big Apple versus Little Apple. Welcome to the Manhattan
2: Project. <laughs> <laughs> Something's going to get blown up. <laughs> Probably good. I know one thing. We're the fat man here.